0: Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome the certified holistic health nut, Troy Casey.
1: Dry fasting cuts off and chokes off all the food supply to the critters, and it just teaches them Who's boss? Inflammation vanishes, skin clears up, you look younger. There's so many benefits. And I think it's been said uh, one day of dry fasting is equal to three days of water fasting or nine days of juice fasting.
0: I'm the best selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azada here, host of the Keto Camp podcast. I am super excited and grateful to introduce to you, at least on the show, Troy Casey. This was a fun, Episode and Troy went on some really epic rants that is going to light a fire in you and why we should be taking responsibility for our health and not putting our health into the hands of other people and the government. We also talk about his story being a model comedian and now the certified health nut. He's been in the health space for several years. He's experimented with different techniques and diets and tactics from vegan, vegetarian even primal eating patterns. And he's a big fan, by the way, of rotating your foods. I am too. We're going to talk about why that's important to change the foods you're eating. Whether it's the same five keto foods you're eating, let's change it up to five different keto foods. That's going to support the diversity in your gut. That's going to support you breaking through a plateau and much, much more. We get into the benefits of fasting and why he's a big fan of fasting and he talks about dry fasting. We talk about stress and stinking thinking, negative thoughts, what that could do to your health. Valuable lessons he learned from Paul Chuck. why he's a big believer in natural medicine. And he gets into kind of the history of what went wrong with our health guidelines. And he gets into why we have been fed the wrong information regarding health and nutrition, especially from mainstream media and the government, and why it's important to develop consciousness awareness, which is his step number one. And then if you know better, you could do better. We talk about his book, Ripped at 50, which you could buy over at TroyCasey.com. We'll drop a link down below and much more. You're going to love him. He's also speaking at the Biohacking Conference hosted by Dave Asprey in Orlando, September 17th, I believe, in Orlando, which we'll uh, put a link for that conference down below as well. So before I bring him on the show, I do want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. Dev Ken Design, five-star review, says, Ben gives so much valuable information. I don't know if I'll be able to keep up, but damn it, I'm going to try. Also, if you have questions, he'll answer you in real time. That's right, Devken. I love it. I love how committed you are. Uh, We do get out a lot of content, three episodes per week we've been doing. So use that time in your car, walking your dog, washing dishes, just hanging out in your house, cleaning, doing chores to catch up with these episodes. And I want to thank you so much for listening and taking the time to leave the rating and review. It really makes a big difference for the show. If you haven't done so already, please do so right now. I also have a special announcement. Earlier this year, in May 2021... I hosted a seven-day keto challenge. It was called a Keto Kickstart Challenge. For seven days, we dove deep into keto fasting, keto flexing, all things inflammation and ancient healing strategies. It was a super success. Thousands of you signed up for it. And we decided, me and the Keto Camp team, to do this challenge again. So we have an upcoming, brand new, seven-day Keto Kickstart Challenge starting on September 7th, and it's going to run until September 14th. We are going to be giving away thousands of dollars worth in supplements and products. I'm giving away a year subscription to my Keto Camp Academy membership, which is about $2,000 just for joining this 7-Day Keto Challenge. A couple of speakers that are officially booked for this 7-Day Challenge is... Dr. Mindy Peltz and Dr. Ben Bickman, and we have some other special guests as well, including myself. How it works is for seven days, I'm gonna be teaching a live stream masterclass on a specific topic, or I'm gonna be interviewing a guest. We're gonna give you homework assignments, action steps to take, and we're gonna hold each other accountable for seven days. Who's this for? It's perfect for somebody who's new to keto or you have been doing keto and fell off the bandwagon and have to get back on, or if you've been doing keto for several years and want to take your study and your results to another level, you're going to learn so much. The best part about this, the 7-Day Keto Kickstart Challenge is completely free, 100% free. If you head to www.ketocampchallenge.com, you could sign up for free today. Remember, camp is spelled with a K, www.ketocampchallenge.com. Learn about it, get signed up, share it with all your friends, and I cannot wait to see you on September 7th. I will also drop a link for that in the podcast notes, so you could just click that and get signed up. There's also going to be options if you want to upgrade your membership. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a stimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals, I take it before coffee, and this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp Podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the Apple Cider Vinegar Complex capsules, and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. Okay. Let's chat with the certified health nut Troy Casey. Troy Casey is a leading longevity authority. He's a world-renowned life coach and healer who has scoured the earth searching for the most powerful health and healing methods. He devoted his life to restoring the planet from a young age. Troy even spent over 8 years living and working with the indigenous tribes in the Amazon rainforest as not only a healer but also a medicine hunter utilizing some of the world's most sacred plants. Troy has also studied meditation techniques, yoga, and recently at the world-famous Czech Institute, working closely with Paul Czech. He's lectured throughout the world. He is a living legend. Here's Troy. Troy Casey, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Ben. I'm, I'm very grateful to be here. I am too. You're. Uh, I told you offline, you are a... OG in the holistic health space. And I'm curious, and the audience is curious too. How did you go from being, I believe you were a model, a comedian, you were kind of in that scene to becoming this certified health nut of this world. How did that happen?
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's that's a good question because that's a big pro- progression. But, and I explained this in my book, your curse is your gift. There's two forces that are guiding everything here in the third dimension on planet Earth, yin-yang, masculine, feminine. Inhalation, exhalation, catabolic, anabolic, it runs the gamut. And I had digestive issues as as a kid. I had asthma. I had acid reflux. And going into my 20s and starting a modeling career, it helped me focus on my digestion and my bloating. And uh, because if it wasn't for a direct feedback loop in the modeling industry, I probably you know, would have just done what your average person does and just go along to get along and everything's fine. If, as long as I'm asymptomatic, I, I wouldn't look deeper into it. But because the modeling industry is based on aesthetics and I was bloating, and that would affect my ability to audition uh, for certain projects. And uh, so I got into, uh, I went down to the American bookstore and started reading books on nutrition. So Back to Eden, Jethro Kloss's Family Heirloom, had a lot of stuff on herbalism, fasting, enemas. Then I read Fit for Life, which was somewhat a vegan diatribe. And I caught up with uh, Harvey, well, Marilyn Diamond later on. Harvey and Marilyn Diamond wrote that book. And that was kind of my first introduction to nu- nutrition and whole foods. You know, And I was living in Italy at the time, and I could go to farmer's market and buy whole foods. And so this was kind of a new concept to me. The vegan diatribe was also new and it sounded good. And I figured, oh, I'd try it. And lots of fruits and vegetables definitely cleaned me out. But long term, it wasn't sustainable. And so I kept on my studies. I got into fasting. I got into juicing. I've been juicing for 33 years. I got into herbal medicine, uh, internal purification, liver flushes, colon cleanses. And really, just 10-day juice fasts are what really renewed my vitality and vigor, my skin, my hair, my nails. I looked 10 years younger, and from there, I was hooked. So that was 30-plus 30, uh, 30 years ago.
0: Were those, were those vegetable juice fasts or, or fruit juice fasts, or both?
1: Pretty much vegetable
0: for okay. the most
1: part. And uh, um, I think over my juicing career, I did get into juicing some fruits, but obviously, that is a big uh, sugar spike. And... Uh, I noticed that early on because I'm sensitive to sugar, uh, but there is some real medicinal qualities in juicing the whole rind of the watermelon and cantaloupe. You have to drink it within the first minute, otherwise the enzymes die, and so uh, and it tastes like a frothy milkshake. It's really weird because it's counterintuitive. You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna juice the rind, and then sure enough, it's like really powerful. But if you let it sit for more than a minute, then it sours so for the most part it was vegetable juices and it turned it started out with carrot juice and it ended up in like dark brown gnarly juice right heavy beets heavy celery lots of greens dandelion kale stuff like that and now i work with an organic superfood company and i've been working with superfoods for the past 16 years and I don't juice as much or I'll pay for somebody to juice uh, right in front of me and then I'll drink it. Otherwise, I just use uh, dehydrated powders, which is very simple uh, for me to get my nutrients throughout the day. So I've been juicing for 30 years, juice fasting, cleansing. uh, But I had a rock star phase. I did uh, four Versace campaigns. I worked with the original supermodels, Christy Turlington, Naomi Campbell, and some other uh, big people in the industry. And so I, uh, I was traveling around the world. I was partying. That industry is full of partying. And uh, I realized that was unsustainable, too. So then I sobered up, found meditation. I did 11 courses of vipassana, so 10-day courses in silence. I started working with Maori healers from New Zealand. They're known as the bone crushers. They go into the DNA with body work. And it's very powerful and very cathartic. I've seen many exorcisms, uh, had my own healings with them. I've been working with them for 20 years. And then somebody turned me on to an herbal company in the Amazon, and I had a bunch of national commercials running. So I had my on-camera career all set up. I was only working like five days uh, a year, and I was living on Venice Beach, and I was like, God, give me something that I can plug my energy into. And so I was introduced to an herbal company from the Amazon. They were the most powerful Uh, plant substances that I I took into my body. They were extracts, and they awoken my vitality centers in my body uh, like nothing before. And so I became a huge advocate of these plants and the unique phytochemistry. 42% of all drugs, 25% of all cancer drugs get their impetus from rainforest plants. And sure enough, they're antifungal, antiviral, antiparasitic. And I experienced great vitality with that. Went down to the Amazon, started researching them, I started filming my trips to the Amazon and I came out of the jungle in 2006 and YouTube was brand new reality. So I started putting up all this exotic footage, working with the Indians, working with ayahuasca from about 2006 to maybe 11 or so. And that's kind of where my career took off. So then Certified Health Nut was born in an ayahuasca ceremony. It was an amalgamation of my on-camera career, my natural medicine studies. And at the time, I was doing stand-up comedy and improvisation, and so certified health nut was born. I like marketing. I like uh, uh, marketing concepts, and so certified health nut—you know—it's the old '60s health nut principle, you know. And uh, I just, I just certified myself, and so that's the general essence of, you know, how my career built and how I built everything. And now I just try not to take myself too seriously. I have my own healing to do. I'm 55. I have two children. I went through a divorce. I got back together with my wife. We, we separated again. So I've got all my own personal emotional challenges. And holistic health is mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And so each one needs nourishment. And uh, so I continue to go after my own spiritual evolution uh, using all the holistic tools that I've amassed over the last 30 years.
0: It's wonderful. I, I remember, well, you were one of the early adopters on on the YouTube game and uh, you have an awesome YouTube channel you post frequently, which we'll put a, a link to in the show notes. So go subscribe to the channel. You're always outdoors. You have these live streams that you post, it's a lot of fun. I came across your work, I think it was maybe 2012, 2013. When I became friends with uh, Daniel Eisenman and his brothers, the, you know the Raw Bras, and they had videos with you. I'm like, who's who's Troy, Certified Health Nut? And then I started to get into your work, and of course Paul Check, and uh, I I just love how you show up in this world. You're you're your fun. You've got a lot of wisdom, and you like to experiment. So my question to you is this, Troy: Were you always somebody who was experimenting with different things, or did you adopt that as a as an adult?
1: Uh, I think I always probably had an open mind. You know, my parents were hippies. I grew up in the Haight-Ashbury in the 60s. We went out there for the summer of love. So thinking different and just having a different philosophy. I also grew up on my own since I was 14. I was incarcerated as a youth. So I had my own ideas. You know, I had my own paper route since I was probably 10 years old. You know, so I was out there. I would deal bubble gum in, in school. And I was always an entrepreneur. I was always doing my own thing. And uh, I think that just translated into my online career as well, just exploring new things.
0: So out of all the things that you've done, you've talked about fasting, colon cleanses, juice cleanses, plant-based medicine, et cetera. I, I know that, and I know you would agree that it's a multifactorial approach. It's a holistic approach. But if you had to choose one tool out of all those tools that can make the biggest difference for somebody today, what would be that one tool and why would it be that tool?
1: Well, you know, I would say for where we're at, well, it's two sided. It depends on how much of a wake up call somebody needs. So ayahuasca and psychedelics are always extremely handy if people are completely asleep to what what's going on uh, in their own reality. So the psychedelics are a great tool to open someone up, whether that's 5-MeO-DMT or ayahuasca in the Amazon or mushrooms, whatever can really blast open the consciousness so that you can go beyond your programming, beyond your industrial age school system, beyond the tens of thousands of hours of television programming telling you that grains are good or vegetable oils are good for you, it's scientifically validated, that whatever. You know, you know what's going on with the food supply. And so the psychedelics can break you open. And then I would say your systematic approach to understanding nutrition and yourself in the modern world, only four to six percent of the food in the world, I do believe, is produced organically. And so sourcing pure food is probably going to give you the best mileage because the the Opposite corollary to that is not understanding your food, and then trying a bunch of other different things like meditation. How well is meditation going to work if your gut is all dysfunctional? How well are you going to be able to sit with yourself if you're obese and overweight, or have type two diabetes, or you have you have headaches or inflammation in your legs and stuff like? You can't even sit. So how is meditation going to help you? How are you going to outrun your diet? You know you're not right? You're going to stress yourself out. You're going to get an injury trying to do that. Your uh, nerve supply to your extremities isn't going to be as optimal. If your guts are inflamed and your organs are inflamed and the nerve plexus that goes out to your extremities, you're not going to be getting the blood supply and nerve supply. So you're going to throw out your shoulder, you're going to throw out your knee, your hip because of your diet. So I would say at this point in time, Ben, in, in human history, is to get as much information as you can on how to feed yourself in the modern world. Because not only do you need to read about it, and soon after discovering nutrition what's in nutrition and how our digestive tract Bill, you're going to find your way to organ meats. You're going to find your way to bone broth. You're going to find your way to potentially to juicing as well. And then you're going to need to know how to source this then you're going to need to be able to build your lifestyle around packing that food up for lunch because a lot of times we cut corners when we're starving and we have blood sugar issues and we'll just grab what is available. So your lifestyle is going to have to revolve around your awareness around nutrition. And then once your nutrition is in place, you can focus on the exercise program that you have enough energy for and the athletic, athletic ability We'll we'll fine-tune your awareness around stress and cortisol response. Fine-tune your awareness around sleep and hydration. These are all basics. I'm not teaching any fancy stuff here. But once you understand nutrition, once you understand where you're going to have to source farmer-direct high-quality nutrition, then you're also going to have to be able to prepare that so it can enter into your body. So I would say nutrition is the most important uh, aspect i did make a playlist on my youtube channel and the first video is 36 minutes long and it goes into what nutrition is defined as and it's really about the quality so many people hit me up and they're like yeah i want to be healthy but i'm not vegan I'm a, I'm a little bit vegan or i'm a little bit this or the thing is, is it ends up being complete lifestyle not a diet paradigm right and it's not a box that you just check it's just like Oh, I I did a fast one time, or I did this, or I read fasting's not good for you, right? And so you check that box off. We're like, well, I'm not going to do that right now. You have to test everything and what works for you. Just because I say, you know, uh, organ meats, you know, have benefits, you're going to have to test that and see what your body needs. You might be allergic to bovine. You know, and you don't know that. You got to figure all these things out. That's why you can't just watch a blog post or click on some clickbait and then solve all your problems with some conceptual idea of what nutrition is. You're going to have to test these things, and that's going to take a little bit of time, but I would say nutrition uh, for sure.
0: Great answer. So becoming aware, becoming conscious, whether you're using plant medicine to do that or some other means, and then focusing on real. Food, if you get it organic, locally sourced, even better. And understanding that relationship between what food does to you after you eat it—how do you feel after you eat it? Do you feel more alive? Do you feel more alert? Are you able to do the things you need to do at a high quality level, or are you like 88% of Americans, which are metabolically inflexible, with high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, or pre-diabetes? So important message, and we'll we'll have Rachel, who puts our show notes together, put that playlist that you mentioned in the notes so they could watch that after this. I wanna take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking, I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about PureForm is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B E N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp podcast. Something that we align on very much, and also Paul Check, is changing up the foods that we eat. So of course, Troy, I love ketosis, and I don't I don't view keto as a diet, I view it as a metabolic process, and I view it as one tool out of many tools. I'm not in that dogmatic box where I'm like, everybody needs to be keto. I think it's one tool, if we apply it right and flex in and out, it could be powerful. So all of our ancestors, they went through periods of time where they were in ketosis. They didn't have food. They had to adapt liver-produced ketones, help fuel the brain. They got food and carbohydrates. Sometimes they got out of ketosis. So that's kind of the way I follow it. How important is it to constantly be rotating the foods that we're eating? Whether we want to be in ketosis, but we're eating the same keto foods, the same five to seven keto foods, how important is it to change to different keto foods or to get out of ketosis and rotate the foods that we're eating? Why do you believe that's important?
1: Well, I think it's important because I think variety is the spice of life. Between weather and what's available from hunting and gathering, migration, you know, sometimes you were able to get birds, sometimes you were able to get alligators, sometimes you were able to get, you know, uh, just whatever herbs, roots, barks, berries were available. And so I think rotation was built into our hunter-gatherer development of our digestive tract. Uh, Logically, that sounds good. I also know that if I eat certain things that I can become intolerant. So for example, I love watermelon. And watermelon is incredible. And I remember eating it as a kid uh, in the summer months, and then watermelon became available in the winter months. What's that all about? How did they get it that way? And then watermelon doesn't have seeds in it anymore. And then I started like having an uh, anaphylactic or, or some kind of inflammatory response. I would cough when I was eating watermelon. I was like, why is that? Well, it has to do with the way they're grown, the way they're monocropped or not grown in soil that's rich. And so it was layered. So that's just one food that I really love. And I still love it, but I have to rotate it heavily and if I get that coughing, that response from eating it, then I have to lay off of bit for long periods of time, reintroduce it into my body. So, and also studying with Paul Check, it takes 72 hours for animal proteins to go through the digestive tract, approximately 72 hours. And so if your body, you're eating chicken all the time, or look what happened to the bodybuilding industry, right? We got into skinless, boneless chicken breasts. Also studying Paul's materials and, uh, was it William Wolcott's a metabolic typing? I'm a high oxidizer. I need high purines. I need lots of fat to digest my meat, right? Prime rib, filet mignon, ribs, these things, you know, liver cooked in bacon fat. These things work for my body. I can digest them if I eat a white chicken breast, I get like a caffeine response and it's hard to digest. And so I personally, I've done enough research. I tested it and I've done enough research and I know what works for my body. If somebody serves me white chicken breast, do I eat it? Yeah, if I can tolerate it at the moment and, and then process it and not offend them, so I, I can go for that. But other than that, I just keep rotating and chicken is the same species as eggs. And so I rotate my eggs or I get duck eggs and I don't eat eggs every day. And then that just keeps me pretty clean and clear. And if I get blocked up, stagnant, constipated, anything, I pull out other tools. Like if you go get a beet juice, heavy beetroot, heavy ginger so that your liver can handle the beetroot. Otherwise you might puke, right? And then maybe a little bit of celery and a little bit of green apple to cut that, that will flush the liver and you'll have a bowel movement usually within 24 hours and so that's just one tool in toolbox and then sometimes if i'm not doing good at all i'll just completely do a dry fast right just reset the system how long or just do liquids uh anywhere from 18 hours is golden right i feel like going to keto on a dry fast uh within 15 hours And then, you know, a good three hours on on keto and autophagy, you know, is enough. You can make it 24 hours or into bed and make it to 36 hours. Woo! That's heaven, baby. That's heaven. And then I could do a variations, juice fast, water fast, or just, you know, fast on liquids for 20 hours, which is usually where I rest. You know, 18 to 20 hours every single day is usually uh, how I fast. And that usually clears the system uh, each and every time. Uh, If I get more sluggish, then I'll just do it for more uh, longer periods of time. And then I play with it, and I rotate, and I constantly rotate. And I have a lot of liver. Bell Campbell sponsored me for one of my events, and I have a lot of liver and heart left over from the events. And I love liver and heart, and I know how good it is for me, but I don't like it all the time. And that's my body's intuition telling me it's not right for me. It's not right for me right now. And when it's time, I can just go back to that. And so I'm basically pretty, at this stage, pretty intuitively guided. And I just eat whatever I want, whenever I want, as long as it's
0: real food. That's terrific. I think more people need to have that intuition. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of that rotation. If you think about it, Personal trainers, right? fitness coaches, which you know a lot about, the great ones all do the same thing. They always change up the routine, change up the workout, keep the body guessing. Same thing with the foods that we eat. When we eat different foods, it creates more diversity in the gut. The more diversity you have, the healthier you're going to be. But if you eat the same foods, monoculturing, monocrops, and then also taking the same probiotic causes the same issue. So I love that. Fasting, dry fasting is is a fascinating topic for me. I've done 24 hours here and there. The reason I do it is to get more of the autophagy, like you mentioned. Is that why you do it as well, just to get more of that healing, that innate intelligence kicking in to help, You know, your body's going into the survival mode. Is that why you do it?
1: That, and we're in symbiotic relationship with fungus, mold, bacteria, parasites, and you can't get away from that. And you know, I live in the modern world, we've got pollution. I don't always eat 100% perfect because sometimes stuff isn't available or I have a cheat day. Or whatever and so dry fasting cuts off and chokes off all the food supply to the critters and it just teaches them who's boss inflammation vanishes skin clears up you look younger there's so many benefits and i think it's been said uh one day of dry fasting is equal to three days of water fasting or nine days of juice fasting and that that makes a lot of sense and and juice fasting you know you can be flooding the body with nutrients as well so each one it's like pick your poison it's not one's better than the other it's just pick your poison the water can start to really cleanse the waters of the body and the brain out uh and then dry fasting just chokes off the energy supply to the parasites which you know those are fast living organisms and fast replicating organisms so you choke them off a food supply for a few hours and you're going to notice huge difference in your body and a certain level of die off, which is going to feel good. And it's going to look good. So that's kind of, uh, you know, my thing is just, how do I feel? What does the body need? Let me pull this tool out of the toolbox and see, see how it goes. I've actually been on a more keto dominant diet recently because I had a loose tooth and I I, I had another issue that I was working with. And, and my friend is a clinical nutritionist. She works at the local, uh, Grocery store here in town. She worked for the USDA. She's 49. She's fit. She looks like just a Crossfitter right out of class, you know? So she challenged me. She said, Yeah, just go keto, see what happens. And I noticed that in the gym, there's a huge difference. And so uh, I'm really enjoying, you know, this uh, keto dominant rotation into my lifestyle right now. And uh, my tooth has gotten a little bit uh, more firm but I really like what's showing up in my muscles.
0: You feel what, you feel stronger? You feel, you look, you look stronger. Like what is going on with it?
1: Bigger pump, uh, better recovery, just more muscle density. Honestly, real much more muscle density. And while I was shooting the cover for my book, you know, I was in the gym all the time and working with my athletic ability and and, and energy. And uh, I wasn't getting that size. And so I've been eating a lot more organ meats and uh, I've been eating, you know, probably 80 to 90% just meat. And it's translated. It's done some It's done some good stuff for me. So, you know, I, I like that. People have been asking me, you know, what do you think of the carnivore diet? You know, for years. And I didn't have that direct experience. So it was only speculation. And again, I think it's great. I think if you're going to cleanse the body out, there's nothing wrong with some vegetables for you know a few weeks or a month or so, if that works for you. Don't get caught up in the dogma. you got to test those vegetables. I think Gundry did a lot of good work on Gundry and Michael Pollan on the phytic acids and the enzyme inhibitors and the lectins. I think that's very important. Just don't go willy-nilly into vegetables. you got to make sure that stuff's digesting for you.
0: That's right. I agree, and I love carnivore too. As a matter of fact, I'm day 29 in carnivore. I'm doing the whole month of August, so I have a couple more days to go, and I do that two to three times a year. I feel great. I do lab work, and it transforms my inflammatory markers. Everything improves. I've done videos on it on my YouTube channel, and then I'll go to like a heavy vegetable diet. Right? I'll go higher green leafy vegetables. You know, the the goal is not to run away from these anti nutrients. It's to eliminate them, work on the gut, bring them back in and create that hormesis response, that hormetic response. And I think that's what you're saying as well. And I love that you're getting results with ketones in the gym because the beta-hydroxybutyrate is is muscle preserving. I'm not sure if you go into your workouts fasted, but if you did, you'll get that human growth hormone surge. So it sounds like uh, you're you're really benefiting from those ketones.
1: Yeah. And you know what? You're learning stuff all the time you know i'm a certified health nut and, and i've been in diet and nutrition for 33 years just testing new things somebody challenged me to this that had good physical structure at almost my age eh, it can't hurt it's high quality let me see what happens and sure enough and then talking to you and it's confirmed in a more scientific terms so yeah i'm digging it i'll probably make some videos on it myself
0: Awesome. I can't wait to see that. And you mentioned your book, uh, Ripped at 50. Talk about your book. Why did you write it? And where can the audience get it? So
1: Ripped at 50, you can find it on my website, TroyCasey.com, Ripped at 50book.com, or also on Amazon Kindle. We'll have paperback soon, but you can get it on my website, TroyCasey.com. It's also sold in the Water Store here in Sedona, and I'll be at the Bulletproof uh, Biohacking Conference in Orlando September 17th through the 19th. I'll have it there as well. The impetus for uh, writing my book, you know, a big part of it was really just getting a book out there, you know, for business and telling my story and, uh, you know, as a business card. But I, I started to review as I wrote the book, you know, most people that sell it on Amazon, they, they sell less than a hundred books. I didn't want it just as a business card, you know, they're handy. It's good. It's the upgraded. Yes. I'm an author. And so I really wanted to to get the marketing down good. So I brought on my marketing partners and we really got it out into the world. So part of it was uh, business. And then when I looked at, okay, people only in general, they sell less than 100 books on Amazon. I wanted my book to get read. And so I wanted it so simple in the beginning, something like the seven spiritual laws of success, Deepak Chopra. I remember that when I was younger, very thin book, very profound I wanted it to have, you know, great impact. So when I first started writing the manuscript about five or six years ago, and I designed the book with the hashtag in mind because I've been studying marketing, you know, having a good idea is not enough. You really got to get out in the marketplace. You know, all this digital media was all brand new, so I had to study a lot. So it came to me, the hashtag ripped to 50, because I watched Mike Chang on uh, YouTube and he would dominate youtube and his name of his channel was six-pack abs why do people want six-pack abs men want six pack abs women don't really care men want them because they think they can get laid if they have six-pack abs and so so ripped at 50 was kind of born with a lot of the marketing ideas uh in there and then i started to write it and then you know i wanted to flush out the how-to and the pillars and What are the baseline, you know, importance of it? And then Paul Check wrote the Bible, in my humble opinion, to holistic health and fitness and kind of a how-to. So I didn't want to write another how-to. So I started telling my stories because I was incarcerated as a youth. I lived in the modeling industry. I had some very profound experiences. And I had a lot of ups in my life. So I wanted to really bring that because what I can see on the Internet is a lot of people like to hide their shadow. And they like to go, look at me, and I'm, you know, buy my exercise program, but they're not going to talk about their steroid program over here, right? They're not going to include that. Or they teach, you know, diet utopian videos, like, you know, I see so much uh, in the vegan community, like just this one size fits all utopian diet, and nothing could be further from the truth. So I wanted to get back to brass tacks in um, physics, they call it first principles. So fundamental principles, we need water. We need sleep. The human body needs sleep. The human body needs movement. What is the purpose of exercise? To move the lymph. So get down to these axioms and then so people can build a lifestyle into it and also put the the first thing that's important, which is your purpose as a human being, your legacy or your roadmap, your true north that can get you out of bed from your heart's desire. And then that can dictate your whole holistic program that works for you and you can make decisions based on is this for my dream and legacy and for everyone on my dream team, is this a good idea? So that's what how and why I put the book together. And, uh, and you know the, the world didn't need just another diet and lifestyle book. You've got JJ Virgin, Dave Asprey. You've got Brett Ben Greenfield's got like 15 books. You've got all these best sellers out there. How can mine be unique and different? And so that was really with my stories, uh, my ups and downs in life and then each chapter has a pillar of health and the exercises that go with it. So whether it's nature, our relationships, hydration, nutrition, sleep, movement, breathing, thinking, you know, reprogramming our thoughts, questioning our thoughts, and doing history, historical research on how our brain works and how our brain is programmed through the media and through education. So base fundamental exercises and pillars of health immutable laws that nobody can really argue with nobody can argue with hydration. nobody can argue and nobody can argue with my stories you know partying with Tupac Shakur and Donatello Versace and you know <laughs> doing drugs and alcohol it's like nobody can take that away and no one can really dispute that and if you want those scientific documents you can go cross-reference it with Ben Greenfield or your book or you know but I wanted to give that kind of anecdotal intuitive medicine to the people and then the proofs in the pudding. So not only is this, my principles applied to me, but also I have my mentor, his legacy is the Swiss ball. And so core, core function, which is directly related to paleolithic mentalities around nutrition and, and the gut microbiome. And then, you know, if that's, and he wrote the, Paul Cech wrote the forward to it. If these principles actually work, then as my business mentor said, results never lie. And that's what I want. I want a testament. To results. You know, people can philosophize all day long or they can debate the science, but the fact of the matter is they can't deny results.
0: Mm. No, I love that. I love that. Uh, Go get the book. Those listening, we're going to put a link for it down below. It's also troycasey.com to go get that book. And you look absolutely ripped and healthy on the cover. A true testament that you live it to lead it. You're not just preaching something you don't actually do yourself. So it's obvious that you live it to lead it. And I love that about you, Troy. If you're anything like me, you probably spend some money each month on your supplements. But what if you're still tired and you just don't feel 100% well? Well, there could be a deficiency. What if there was a way to know if you were actually absorbing your supplementation or not absorbing and maybe you're taking too much of something? Well, what I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that. In this case, I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test kit and consultation And once you uncover these hidden deficiencies, you could get rid of these symptoms you might be experiencing that might be affecting your thyroid, adrenals, or much more. Upgraded Formulas is a very cool company. I interviewed Barton Scott, who is the founder and chemical engineer who helps craft all their supplements. And they have this really cool upgraded mineral deficiency analysis. So say goodbye to blood and urine tests, which typically indicate short-term results. Hair is the best identifier, and you could get that hair from your head, armpit area, or even pubic area, and you'll receive a consultation with a member of Upgraded Formulas to help discuss your results. And it's very simple. Collect your hair sample, send it in, and get your results fast. We've worked out an exclusive deal, KetoCamp Podcast listeners, to receive 10% off your order. Head to UpgradedFormulas.com, use the coupon code BEN10, at checkout to get your hair mineral kit and any other supplements that you could find on their website. That is UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code BEN10. You mentioned thoughts. I'm a big, big proponent. I love talking about health, keto, fasting, ancient healing strategies. But the one thing I love speaking about even more than that is self-development mindset, thoughts, how thoughts become things. Dr. Wayne Dyer has changed my life with his work. And I know you're big on talking about those thoughts. You mentioned it briefly a few minutes ago. Somebody who wants to get healthy, they want to lose 40 pounds, they want to get rid of their type 2 diabetes, whatever issues they're dealing with, how important is it for them to inner-size before they start exercising?
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, you, you nailed it right there. Inner-size, it's such a great word. We talked about this before with the psychedelics. You know, The thing you want to do is basically question all your thoughts. Where did they come from? How do you know that that's true, especially if something like cigarettes and aspartame and all these things are scientifically validated to be A-OK, but then there's a whole bunch of research you know, showing that they're carcinogenic, uh, et cetera. And so that comes down to business, and business is operated with media. They go hand in hand, corporate, and then if you have enough corporate money, then you can start affecting change through legislation through, um, what do they call those guys that go to lobbyists, Washington, yeah. D.C.? <laughs> lobbyists, right? Lobbyists, so uh, you don't have citizens knocking on senators' doors. You have professional lobbyists that work for pharmaceutical companies, that work for agribusiness companies. And so and they are dictating policy. And so when you start to understand this, if you're not aware of how the world works, I recommend watching a good uh, uh, documentary called BBC, The Century of Self. It was a, a famous documentary done about 10 years ago. You can find it on YouTube. It's how the mind works. And Freud's nephew would was Edward Bernays. And he took all the psychological advancements from Sigmund Freud and applied them to public relations and marketing. Edward Bernays created public relations. And so, and they, there's a story on there about Betty Crocker and how they got you know, these, the, these grains and these products sold to these housewives, you know, they didn't want to be involved because, you know, usually a housewife usually makes her cake mix. And this one you just got to pour out of a box. So they realized that if they could just crack one egg in there, that they would have the whole women. And sure enough, Betty Crocker took off. And that's just one case study and example of uh, commerce and programming uh, of the human mind in commercials. So whether it is commercial advertising or whether it is a news report and the sitcoms and the television entertainment that attracts you to watch it in in the first place. And there could be messages embedded in those shows as well, either pornography or sex sells and some different philosophy or feminism or fat dopey men like Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin and, and Al Bundy and the programming and the dismantling and the castrating of males. Cause we don't want strong males realizing that somebody's poisoning our food because they might get up in arms and, and exercise their second amendment rights and, <laughs> or their first amendment rights and protest. And that might up business. That might f- up big business, right? All this scientifically validated glyphosate is A-OK for the human being, and they allowed it onto the to the market in 1983. And since then it has two more patents and then aspartame, which was created by Monsanto's sister company, Searle, and Donald Rumsfeld, who was the Secretary of Defense during the Bush administration. He worked at Searle. And he also worked at the government and I think he worked at the FDA or something, but he got aspartame to be approved. It was rat poison and they got it approved as a sweetener. So there's a lot of free <laughs> and fakery, fake faux science, research bias, right? Data collecting and then creating these quote unquote scientific papers that allows you to sell this product on the market. So this is the world that we live in. I don't know if it's a conspiracy much more than just trying to make money and further big business down the pipeline. So you have all this programming. you also have your industrial age school system, which was developed by the Rockefellers, which they were oil men and they are now bankers. And the banking uh, families, the Rothschilds have said a long time ago, we care not who makes the laws of the land. Whoever controls the money supply controls the people. And this may be a big red pill for a lot of people, and it may be too much information, but this is the stack of layering that gets you to think your thoughts, and your thoughts may be erroneously programmed into your mind. So you've got an industrial age school system that teaches you to sit down, shut up, get good grades, and maybe get into a good college to get a good job, which is a doctor or a lawyer. Lawyer's make white-collar crime legal and doctors are pill pushers. I've interviewed many of them for my television shows and also for my, my YouTube channel. There's a lot of ignorance in doctoring and the programming of doctoring. And then we give up our power, and if someone has a white coat on television, like Dr. Fauci or some of these other types of people, then we give up all of our power And we listen to these people that are paid by these corporations that are profiteering off of people's sickness. And this is kind of the way of the world. That's why I'm a certified health nut, because you got to be a little nutty to break free of, or as Jay Krishnamurti said, it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society. 70% of the American people are obese or overweight, 33% has diabetes. We have infertility issues, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, all these new age autoimmune style diseases. And so, if everything's scientifically validated, how can that be? The father of modern day medicine said, Let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. So, where is it you are going astray? What part of your thinking has got you fat as hell, sick as hell, right? What part of your thinking, what part of your programming? has got you into the position because mind is an embodied process. We are all mind. We are all nerve endings out into the fingertips. And so mind is an embodied process. The brain is only as good as the blood it is sitting in. Your gut microbiome is directly related to your cognitive function because there's brain ganglia that goes into the gut, comes through the vagus nerve, through the heart. It's all connected. It's all attached. Gut instincts, what does the heart tell you? This is your intuition. You know it, but you've been reprogrammed with these commercial conceptual ideas against your own long-term survival, and it's showing up in the mirror. Look no further than what your thoughts are, and don't forget, you've got your conscious thoughts, and then your subconscious thoughts are like 90% of your consciousness. So if you don't know what your unconscious and subconscious programming is, just look at your lifestyle. Look in the mirror. Look at your dirty room. Look at your dirty car. You know, this is a, as above, so below. It's all a direct reflection to you. So look no further than your thinking for your whole results of your body. And if you're not getting the results that you want right now, you have to basically throw away everything that you think you know. And I try and do that as much as possible, not have too many hard and fast beliefs. I think there's natural law of the way we are designed to move through time and space as a third-dimensional physical being. But beyond that, I don't want to have any thoughts. How can I deal with present, emergent present moment reality? And think about that. When we were hunting and gathering, we weren't sitting here thinking and ruminating about politics and whether to do this or that or get an injection into the body of poison that you don't know about. No, we were surviving. There's going to be a rock falling on you. It's going to get cold in three weeks. It's going to rain in in, in an hour. I can smell the rain in the atmosphere. My my gut microbiome's in tune. My nervous system's in tune with the environment. Like, I I don't have time to think and ruminate about this stuff, but now we've been domesticated. And so our, our internal instincts have been turned off. So my advice turn off the television, deprogram the mind, sit a 10-day Vipassana course, drink some ayahuasca, do some intense breath work, get you out of your head, go in some cold water, because cold water is going to get you out of all your ideas. Most of the sick clients and patients that I have, they're wrapped up in their head. They're in a a prison of their own mind. And I say the final battlefield, because I think we've drawn all the weapons and the wars and revolutions and all that, the final battlefield is on the human mind. And so deprogram the mind. I'm sure your book, Ben, is all about <laughs> those bad ideas that have gotten inside our head and, and ruined our health.
0: It is. That was a wonderful rant. I love what you just shared. Terrific. Go rewind that and share it with a friend. That was wonderful. Honestly, you're, you're so right. The paradigm, the paradigm is so strong. One of my favorite quotes is, the chains of habits are too weak to be felt until they are too strong to be broken. And that's exactly what's been going on here. We've been programmed. Very smart, kind of evil people have intentionally programmed us. And the illiterate of the 21st century are not those who cannot read and write. It is those who cannot learn, unlearn, and then relearn. So that's what Troy's talking about. Unlearn. And then relearn, get to your truth, get to what actually is real for you. And the first step is what you just said, look in the mirror. What are the results that you're getting? Are you healthy? Are you happy? Are you successful? If you're hitting all those check marks and you're probably aware, you're probably conscious, but most people are not. And that's when we have to make the change. So that was a great rant. I love but that.
1: Let me, let, me, let me add to it. So, so, so yeah, look at your results. And then if you feel that you're off base, I would go on the Trivium website and to understand how to think. Trivium. Trivium. Yep, the trivium or the quadrivium. So it's reason, logic, and grammar. They're super basics. When you understand those, then you can understand both sides of any conversation, and then you can get enough information to make your own decision. Trivium, quadrivium, this is all basic thinking. And then once you get into there, they're going to start talking about rights, human rights. You know, it advances pretty quickly because your right to have access to clean food and clean water, that is your God-given rights. You know, people are losing their cookies right now. The reason the the United States of America and the Constitution is so important is because it's the only civilization on the face of the planet to have our God-given rights written on a piece of paper. You don't need the paper. You don't need the paper. These are your God-given sovereign beings child of god rights to you know help yourself thrive and survive and the only real law on the planet even though there's 100 is it 1.9 million uh penal codes the only law is do no harm right so don't don't tread on me don't tread on other people don't get in other people's way of their forward movement that's the only real law everything else is up man-made uh penal
0: codes well if we don't rise up and become more conscious and, and hold the line, we're going to see in America what's happening in Australia. Australia is totally gone right now. They've given up their freedoms, they've given up their rights, and they're going through some crazy, crazy things there. One of the most common questions I've been asked over the years is, can I have green juice on the ketogenic diet? My answer was always, uh, probably not. Most juices out there don't really source the right vegetables, and it creates a glucose spike, which will knock you out of ketosis. It wasn't until recently that I discovered Farmer's Juice. Now, Farmer's Juice delivers keto-friendly juices that are organic, delicious, and full of functional ingredients. Most juices out there are not good. They have more sugar than a can of soda, They use low-quality produce from industrial farms, and they cost like $12 a bottle, which just make you hungrier than before and knock you out of ketosis. Green juice is a good concept, but the execution has been flawed. That's why I'm super excited to share with you the world's first keto-friendly functional green juice line called Farmer's Juice. Farmer's Juice was founded by my friend Junaid, who was on the Keto Camp podcast, and they focus on regenerative farming, which is the main reason why I love them. But if you look at their ingredients, high quality, they have focus greens, performance greens, digestive greens, peaceful greens, green athletics, and other flavors. And I've tested with a CGM. I've tested with my Keto Mojo. It does not kick you out of ketosis. Each Farmer's Juice bottle has one To one and a half pounds of organic produce like cucumber, romaine, lettuce, celery, basil, mint, fennel, purple cabbage, ginger, turmeric, cilantro, and more. That's enough produce to give your diet a serious upgrade and to reduce inflammation, burn fat, and feel like a keto rock star. I love this company so much that they are officially a sponsor of the Keto Camp Podcast. I encourage you to go to thefarmersjuice.com to check out their amazing green juices. I am personally on a monthly subscription and I'm about to get my mom on a monthly subscription. She just doesn't know yet. I'm gonna surprise her with it. So head to thefarmersjuice.com, learn more about it, add into your cart. They also have delicious shots that could upgrade your immune system instantaneously. We will also drop a link down below in the podcast notes. He shared something That I wanted to get into. You were talking about that website. You were talking about our God given rights. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say this when has the government actually given us positive nutrition advice? I mean, how could we trust them now? If we look at, for example, chemotherapy, and I, I just gave a lecture, a keynote in Orlando this two days ago, and I had a slide. That shows the five year survival rate for chemotherapy in Australia is 2.3%, and in America, 2.1%. Like that is. And it's sold as a cure. Yeah. It's sold as a cure. Explain more. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, okay, so let's look at
1: the medical industry. The DeShea Act of 1994. So basically, if you're uh, representing herbal medicine, natural medicine, you can't treat, cure, or mitigate. The only people that can treat, cure, or mitigate any known disease is a medical doctor. And you have to have 12 years of indoctrination inside that system. They only spend two days to two weeks on nutrition. And so they're the only ones by law that can treat a disease, manage it, or diagnose it. And then chemo, which is sold as a cure, right? If you have cancer, go see to your doctor. Don't talk to any alternative people because they can be arrested for trying to cure cancer. And so you get it from your doctor, and your doctor, they tell you either my way or the highway. They scare the shit out of you. And then their number one procedure, one of their top procedures, is chemo. And chemo, what did you say the efficacy of it was? One,
0: the the five-year five survival rate in America is 2.1%, Australia 2.3%.
1: So there you go. So they're very low percentage. They're not going to talk about that. It's just like with the case numbers of COVID. They're not going to talk about the survival rate, which is which is sky high. It's like 98.7% or something like that. They're not going to talk about that. They're going to talk about their idea of what a case is. And so this is why it's important to study the trivium to understand reason and logic and grammar and sentence structure. You know, logic false premise you can't get a, a a true conclusion from that so you study the basics of it and you understand language and what they're promoting it's a classic bait and switch they're saying hey look at this over here and then well and then the results are over here for this you know there, there may or may not be a correlation but they're going to make it seem like that on tv and so again you know thinking for yourself is so is so important but yeah there you go there's You know, they created the cancer and then they sell you the cancer treatments. And what is the efficacy of it? Not very good. And what we didn't talk about side effects, right? Your survival rate after five years is maybe 2.3%. But what are the side effects? Oh, well, I lost my hair and my sex drive, and, uh, you know, I premature aged another 15 years. And
0: yeah, it's awful. It's awful. It doesn't work. It's sick care. We know that. Uh, Troy. This has been awesome. I wanna thank you for coming on the show and and, uh, uh, shout out to our friend Paul who connected us via text and and I'm glad we connected here. I look forward to seeing you in Orlando at the Bulletproof conference. Where can the audience find you? Troycasey.com, where else?
1: Troycasey.com is the best because I am being censored uh, like with my friend and colleague JP Sears and many others. So Troycasey.com because I don't know what the future holds. I'm being censored on my YouTube and my Instagram, which is uh, very hot and popular right now. So please go over there, Certified Health Nut, uh, Instagram, Certified Health Nut, Facebook, Certified Health Nut, uh, YouTube, and then Mr. Health Nut on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Sometimes I usually just rebel rouse over there. (laughs) And so, but yeah, go on troikeasy.com, get on my email list. We do men's groups here in uh, Sedona, Arizona. I also do the Goddess Ice Baths at the Venus Villa here. Uh, We'll be rolling out a lot more workshops. I do breathwork workshops here in Sedona, Arizona as well. And I do travel when we're not locked down, uh, strangely, (laughs) as a complete global situation. (laughs) And so, but yeah, get on my email list. And uh, I do a lot of live virtual events. And then of course, my online programs and everything else is there as well.
0: Awesome. We'll put all that down below. Thank you, Troy, for holding the line and showing up in this world, brother. I appreciate you.
1: Thanks for having me on, Ben, and thanks for doing your work, brother.
0: I hope you enjoyed that fun conversation with Troy Casey. Follow him on Instagram. Go to his website, troycasey.com, to get his book. We'll drop links and resources and show notes down below in the notes of the podcast. So go check that out. Show him some love. Maybe take a screenshot of this episode right now on your phone, post it on Instagram, and tag me and Troy at the and at Certified Health Nut. If this episode was valuable to you, share it with a friend and please leave the show a rating and review on Apple podcast as that does make a big difference. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp podcast. Just a reminder, tomorrow we start our seven-day keto challenge. It's free and you don't want to miss it. Go to ketocampchallenge.com or head to the link. In the notes down below. Have a great day, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice.